Well, that must be music to the ears of everyone in Laz Nation because that means it's time for another episode of The Laz Word. Hey, everybody, Laz here, and I'm coming at you this week with a lot of great information and some opinion, so let's get right into it. Okay, let's go. All right, well, here we go. Reviewing the lying lamestream media over the last week has been gut-wrenching, to say the least. But, but, But why, though? The love affair that this media has with the former VP Sleepy Joe is sickening. Apparently, they have forgotten about all of the alleged incidents of inappropriate behavior against the former VP. Oh. These are allegations that even Kamala Harris herself has said that she believed. Remember, I've mentioned it on the show before. In 2019, in April of 2019, in fact, she stated that she believed the women who said they felt uncomfortable after the former VP had touched them. Quote, I believe them and I respect them being able to tell their story and having the courage to do it, end quote. Now, of course, she said this when she was seeking the Democratic nomination for president and running against Joe. But, you know, now that she's his pick for VP, she seems to be A-OK with that and with him just like the rest of the cronies on the left and the lying lamestream media. It's disgusting. Exactly. Speaking of Sleepy Joe, it appears his old age is catching up with him already, as he will likely need a walking boot for several weeks after sustaining multiple hairline fractures in his midfoot when he slipped while playing with his dog over the weekend. I mean, we know that falling in general is dangerous for our elderly population. Brittle Biden is no exception, it would seem. This guy can't seem to walk his dog, but somehow the nutbags on the left think that he can run the country, even though he's been there for 47 years and he hasn't done a damn thing since. Because, you know, that's the liberal mindset, which, by the way, never ceases to amaze me. That's right. You know, I wanted to bring something up. Over the last few weeks, I've had several people ask me what I'm going to do as it looks like Trump will be out of office come January and Brittle Biden will be the next POTUS. The answer is the same thing I've been doing. Actor and comedian Dana Carvey once said President George Bush ended up being great for his career. He's well known for his Bush impersonation, and that said, I honestly feel like Sleepy Joe will be great for the podcast. Horrible for the country, horrible for the economy, horrible as a president, but great for the podcast. So that's my silver lining, I guess. Virtually every time that Joey Boy opens up his mouth, it's typically gold. I mean, remember this? We choose truth over facts. He really is a treasure trove of gaps, isn't he? I mean, really. <laughs> so don't think Laz Word is over. Oh, no. I'm just getting started. And while I'm not looking forward to a sleepy, creepy Joe administration, I am looking forward to the gift of gaffes. In other news, all of a sudden, Congress wants to pass a stimulus bill. Yeah, if you don't think this was the Dems playing politics, you're beyond help. I mean, your head is literally in the sand. Of course, they wouldn't participate as long as it appeared that Trump would or could potentially benefit from a deal. That said, talks between congressional leaders remain at a standstill. However, there are senators from both parties that have worked throughout the couple of weeks here, and they've proposed a package— And one of those senators happens to be Joe Manchin of West Virginia. He stated, quote, our action to provide emergency relief is needed now more than ever. The people need to know we are not going to leave until we get something accomplished. End quote. 
He went on to further say, quote, I'm committed to seeing this through, end quote. The plan would provide $300 per week in federal unemployment uh, benefits, and it would do that for four months. In addition, it also includes some funding for other measures for things like small businesses, schools, healthcare, student loans, et cetera. So, uh, you know, whether or not this proposal will pass remains to be seen as it faces, in my opinion, some pretty significant obstacles. And some on the Hill are even skeptical that it will prevail. But at the end of the day, we need something to pass. Economists uh, have said that millions of Americans would suffer along with our economy if there is no stimulus deal that's passed. Because programs such as protections for renters and those with student loans, in addition to some of the unemployment benefits, expire at the end of this year. So here's my take. Something needs to be done, and it needs to be done as soon as possible because millions of Americans are suffering and millions will continue to suffer. And the fact that we are up against a a deadline of the end of the year In my opinion, it rests solely on the Dems' shoulders. Pelosi wouldn't hear of any deal previously, not because the deal wasn't right. It was ultimately that her hatred for Trump did not allow her to negotiate. She allowed her hate for Trump to supersede her duty to the American people. And by the way, I don't care how you slice that and dice that. That's dereliction of duty. It's reprehensible, and I've come to expect it from the left and those that suffer from Trump derangement syndrome, like Nancy crazy-ass Pelosi. Newsflash, there, Nance and Schumer and the rest of you liberal whack jobs in the House and Senate. You don't deserve to be where you are any longer. You may be a Democrat, but your duty is to serve the American people, period. Somehow, somewhere along the line, you've forgotten why you were in office and who put you there. And every single one of you are the perfect example of why we need term limits in Congress in this country. Yeah, baby. In other news, BLM is facing some internal struggles. Local chapters are alleging that the national organization of BLM and its leaders haven't been forthcoming about their finances and have not provided much in the way of uh, financial support to local chapters. Well, isn't that convenient? On Monday, 10 local chapters issued this statement regarding the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, or BLMGN. Quote, despite years of effort, no acceptable internal process of accountability has ever been produced by BLMGN, and these recent events have undermined the efforts of chapters seeking to democratize its processes and resources, end quote. The local chapters that signed the statement included New Jersey, Vancouver, Denver, Indianapolis, Hudson Valley, Philly, Oklahoma City, San Diego, Chicago, and of course, Washington, D.C., Black Lives Matter DC actually tweeted, quote, for years, BLMGN has undermined the work and integrity of local chapters, including BLM DC. Today, we went public. And on that tweet, there was a link to their statement. The statement also said that Patrice Cullors, BLMGN co-founder and sole board member, became the executive director, quote, against the will of most chapters and without their knowledge, end quote. Hmm, 
Imagine that, an organization founded by admitted socialists that isn't spreading the money around and hasn't been transparent regarding its finances, according to these accusations. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's a real big shocker there, isn't it? Uh, at the end of the day, nothing really surprises me when it comes to these thugs. They embrace socialism, they denounce capitalism, and we've witnessed the harassment, brutal, and sadly some fatal attacks on our citizens and police officers— and destruction of our cities and towns at the hands of some of these so-called protesters. Meanwhile, the party that supports these monsters is calling for unity. Funny, I don't remember them being open to peace or unity during either Bush presidency, and certainly not the Trump presidency. The hypocrisy and double standards run so deep within the left. It's so inherent It's so ingrained in the fiber of their being and who they are, and it's why we see it play out every day in the lying lamestream media. Now, I also think that conservatives have played a part in this and partly have some fault here and are to blame. Do you know why? Because too often conservatives don't or won't speak up. Too often we turn the other cheek. Too often We are operating under the premise of minding our own business. You've heard that old adage that the squeaky wheel gets greased? Well, who do you think has been doing all the squeaking? It's certainly not us. So when I'm asked why and how the liberal agenda permeates our society, my answer, at least in part, is that conservatives in general haven't been squeaky enough. We haven't made enough noise for the media or the corrupt socialist leftist politicians because if we did, they'd have no choice but to listen to us. The lying lamestream media would have no choice but to report the facts, unbiased. Our schools would have no choice but to keep the socialist and anti-Judeo-Christian rhetoric and curriculum out of the classrooms and away from our children. I mean, aren't you tired of it? I know I am. But nothing changes until each and every one of us says enough is enough And we stand up and we say something, not occasionally, not every once in a while, but every damn time that we see or we hear the increasingly anti-American crap coming from the left. If you see or read a news story that pushes the leftist agenda and is left-leaning, call the media out on it. Contact the newspaper or the radio or the TV, TV station. Blast them on social media. If the school system tries to implement something that you don't like, call them out. Call the school, the superintendent. Blast them on social media. Contact the news about it. If a store or a company you patronize is supporting a cause or an organization that is counter to your beliefs, call them out on it. Write them. Email. Blast them on social media. Use the media to your advantage to get the story out there. Protest, if you will, peacefully. Last Nation, it is time to level the playing field. It's time our voices are heard. Our country, the country that we leave to our children, depends on it. So be vigilant. Be relentless. Never, ever give up. And always be ready to call out the left when they are pushing half-truths and flat-out lies and nothing more than rhetoric and or semantics. That is your duty as a patriot and as a part of Laz Nation. And together, we will win. But it starts with you. And that's the last word.
Well, that's going to wrap up this week of The Last Word. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for coming back each and every week and listening, and thank you so much for the support for our sponsor, A Night to Remember. Remember, you can get them on Facebook by plugging in the search bar at the number one great DJ. That's at the number one great DJ, and you will get right to A Night to Remember's Facebook page so that you can book them for your next event. Great DJ services and karaoke. They are the best in the business and have been doing it for quite some time. Be sure to check them out. And if you just happen to book your event within the month of December of 2020, that's right, you don't have to hold the event in December. It just has to be booked within the month of December 2020. You'll get $100 off just for mentioning that you heard about them on The Last Word. So take care, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful week. I look forward to coming back next week with a little more of the craziness from the left. As always, I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. God bless everybody. We'll talk to you soon.